The Stinking Truth Podcast is presented by Core Water. He spent 12 years in the NFL. You can't trust a guy that gyrates his hips after he scores. Has three Super Bowl rings, made multiple Pro Bowl appearances, over 16 years of broadcasting between ESPN and Fox Sports. And that's why I'm the greatest football player and best sports analyst ever. He's a soap opera star. That's pretty, uh... I can't remember what I was supposed to say. <laughs> As a reoccurring role on HBO Ballers. Mark Slareth, handsome son bitch, get out here. And makes one hell of a bowl of green chili. It's Mark Slareth, and this is the Stinking Truth Podcast. Hey, welcome to the Stinking Truth Podcast. Your host, Mark Slareth, along with my co-host, Mike Evans, producer Scott the Huff on the board. Um, and don't forget our presenting sponsor who brings this program to you free of charge all the time. Really thankful for Core Water. Hydrate your huddle with Core. Uh, ultra purified, balanced with electrolytes to, mo- to, much, to match your body's uh, natural electrolyte level of pH level. Boy, I screwed that up. It doesn't matter, though. It's delicious. 7.4 is the pH body. Or the pH body, Mike. Woo! This thing is off the rails. It's already off the rails, but Core Water, it's delicious, so you should check Core Water out, and you can get it at 7-Eleven. Core Water, the one with the big blue cap, also the gigantic kind of, uh, I don't know, what is it, the gigantic place where you can drink it, the hole, the drinking hole, I think is what it's called. Wow. <laughs> this one is epic. <laughs> All right, learn more at hydratewithcore.com. Core Water is either horrified or ecstatic. I think right they're now. really, I think they're really happy because you're you're never gonna forget Core Water after that. Well, you know, I tried to go off the cuff because I don't know where I put the copy for this, and ah, I think it's close, Mike. I, I think it's really, really. I may have, I may have screwed a couple of things up, but for the most part, I think you got to the heart of the matter. I think I got, I think I nailed it. Essence, nailed it. Essence. It is good water though. Drink it all the time when I'm in the gym, getting my swole on. Yeah, and you're swole, all right. I am. You're right. Hey, we're gonna get to some of these games. You want to yeah, pick some yeah, games? Yeah, you want to pick. You want to go through pick, some yeah, games? Let's go through some games. I okay. think it's, a, I think it's a, an interesting week. No more interesting a game for me than New England Miami. Could it be? Could it be that the 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 Patriots, who we talked about earlier this week as being vulnerable, looking very unpatriot like, Mark? They could very well be three games back, effectively four, because Miami would already own the tiebreaker. Right. If the Dolphins went up to Foxborough and won on Sunday, is that amazing? I mean, it like literally. Now, the Patriots used to be like when I was picking my you know my money makers, like I destroyed you last year in money maker picks. Uh, I threw that in there. Um, you edged me out, but go ahead. Well, edge, why, why one guy's edge is another guy's destroyed. Why let facts get in the way of what? a good story? That's right? right. You don't. You don't. That's the key. How do you think I've been doing this? This as long as I've been doing this. Um, I, here's the deal. I picked them basically to cover the spread all year last year, and they almost never let me down. I'm zero and two. Pick the. Am I zero and three? Picking the Patriots right now. Zero and two. Zero and two. Um. I, I get like there's part of me that looks at it like like with with the Patriots. There's part of me that looks at this thing like it's finally gotten to them. The Patriots are finally ready to crack. They are, you know, I mean, it's all the it's all the where there's smoke, there's fire, and it's the Alex Guerrero, Tom Brady's guy, and it's 
you know, and it's all this, all the, hey, you know, Julian Edelman and um, there's this divorce and, and, you know, Rob Gronkowski said no to a trade and there's just, I mean, there's tension, right? And, you know, they've always been able to put all the noise aside, right? They don't listen to the noise and just go out and play. There is this feeling, I think nationally, that it's finally caught up to them. But there's this part of me that can't help but go, come on. At some point, what are they going to do? Flip the switch and open a can of whoop-ass on somebody. That's that. I mean, inevitably, that's what it feels like. Inevitably, it feels like they're 1-2 right now. If they lose to Miami, Miami would be 4-0. They'll be, one, they'll be three games behind the division. There's part of me that says there's no way on earth that that's going to happen, and they're probably going to blow Miami out by two touchdowns. But the Dolphins play them tough. Dolphins see this opportunity. The Dolphins has had, they've had this culture change. Hey, Jarvis Landry is one of the best receivers in football. You're a Cleveland Brown now. Congratulations. Dominican Sue can still play. Hey, you can go to Los Angeles. We don't want you anymore. There has been this culture shift, and it's interesting. I called one of their games. I called two of their games last year. And I'm talking to Adam Gase, their head coach, and he's a friend of mine, so I can say these things, you know, without getting in trouble. I was like, it's the worst Friday practice I've ever seen in my entire life. And he's like, tell me about it. Like the undisciplined nature. Like, so he knew there needed to be a culture change. I didn't give him, it wasn't my epiphany or anything. It wasn't like I told him, hey, change your culture. And he went about it, did it. He knew, like we had a conversation about it. And maybe they believe, Mike. Maybe that this is the point where they're like, we're going to kick them in the nuts for one time in our lives. And... There's the changing of the guard. The, the Patriots, you know, are they're the empire, right? And finally, you know, the empire, uh, when they those ex-fighters, they drove them down in the little tunnel thing, right? You remember that? And then finally they exploded the core. Boom. The empire was no more. I didn't, I'm not really a Star Trek fan. Most of those people are nerds. But you know what I'm saying. Are you trying to set me up for an O'Reilly here? That's, that's Star Wars. See? Not Star Trek. That's what Star I told Wars. you. Star Wars. Same thing. Right? Is no. That, that, those aren't the same? Those Star aren't Trek the same. and Star it's Wars? Star Wars is different than Star Trek. You know who I like? Chewbacca. <laughs> also like Yoda. Happy <laughs> <laughs> The first is Moving right along. Yeah. Moving right along. You know, Detroit, whenever you get a coach like Matt Patricia who's coming in to change and was brought in with the idea of Change the way we do things. Change the culture in Detroit. Laid back Jim Caldwell to, you know, kick ass, Bill Belichick ways, Patriot way brought to Detroit. It, It didn't go smoothly at all the first two weeks. Was being able to beat the Patriots on national television the way that Detroit did, is that like such an instant buy in for everybody involved now with the Lions that they have literally taken this whole process and accelerated it like a million, you know, 100 miles an hour faster than you or normally would have expected. Is, is the significance of Detroit beating New England that big? Yeah. That I, Matt Patricia's ways are now okay. Right. He's been legitimized. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because you heard the talk around, you know, you, you you get in certain circles and you, you you talk to other guys in the broadcasting world and, and you talk to other people that are part of teams and stuff and and you know the whole the whole talk was that there's about to be a mutiny 
Like it, this whole Patriots way and this whole Matt Patricia, you know, trying to be Bill Belichick and this, you know, and and guys are used to this kind of looser environment and blah, 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 blah. Um, and, and, you know, when you see the success, when you see the fruits of your labor end up becoming success and when you really thunder punch the Patriots in the mouth, um, that, I mean, it does legitimize, quote-unquote, the process. When you see the uncomfortable nature of Bill Belichick walking across the field to shake Patricia's hand, and, and Patricia tried to give him the bro hug, and he was like, there ain't no bro hugging here. Like, uh-uh. We ain't going to bump chests. There's not going to be any titty bumping going on, right? I mean, that ain't happening here. We'll shake hands, and that'll be about it. So there was, I mean, it's, 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 isn't it his awkwardness? Like, can you, like, I'm a teddy bear, Mike. I'm like loving on my kids and hugging everybody and kissing on people. And, you know, I just am built that way. Could you imagine like Bill Belichick trying to tuck you in at night? Oh, good night. Go to sleep. You know, I mean, is there any, like, you think there's any affection You'd be like, You've never thought of this, have no, you? No, I haven't. See, I've spent but time, now you got me thinking about it. I spend I mean, a lot of time on a plane thinking about I, stupid stuff. I, I think, you know, I, I think he'd be like, you know, you might want to say that Lord's Prayer because there is a chance you won't wake up. <laughs> you know? Um, or Our Father, or, who art in heaven or whatever it is, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. Take my soul to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, those monsters under your bed, they're real. They're real. They're real. You better be prepared yeah, for them. <laughs> <laughs> Those monsters under your bed. That's a four-three defense, led by Lawrence Taylor. He'll break your leg. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Yeah, not touchy feely. Huh? I can't imagine him being a real warm, cuddly guy. Like, I don't think you're getting a lot of uh, a lot of that attention. So that's a confident Detroit team that'll be coming in there to Dallas. And meanwhile, you got a Dallas team that is just awful. It's teetering, right? Just I mean, awful. this thing is teetering. Yeah, it, you know, everybody wants to point to Dak Prescott. Um, and, you know, I get it. He was, like, he was really bad against Seattle. Really bad. Really inaccurate. Um, Timing-wise was off. Um, I You know, receiving core, just, there's just a lack of, there just seems to be a lack of continuity. When you went down and broke down that tape, it was, it was really bad. I mean, really bad. Um so, but it's not all, you know, it's not all Dak Prescott. It's that receiving core that he doesn't have a lot of timing with. Um, it's an offensive line that, you know, he's under duress quite a bit. That used to be, quote, unquote, the best in the business that that has struggled um, thus far. So, you know, there's a lot of different factors that go into what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys. And, um you know, and and those are a couple of the things that are happening there. But yeah, they're in tr- they're in real trouble. America's team is in in real trouble. Um, it was kind of fun to see Jerry Jones and watch him have you know frustration. Um, what was it? What was the play where they sh- took a shot at Jerry Jones up in the box and he, you know, I don't I'm not going to call it slammed his fist on the table because that wasn't a fist slam. What do you yeah. think he was saying at that moment? Uh, I think he was saying do. All fans, all fans is not blue, something like that. So, um, yeah, wow. it was 
it wasn't good. You didn't take the hook, man. I threw the hook out there, and you didn't take it. Well, I was kind of. I mean, disappointing. I just, we, I, well, we love you, Jerry. I know, but I wasn't quite ready for it. So you just, you know, you you. you we'll threw. circle back to it a little bit later. All right, all right. Yeah, what would I like? What would he say about the outfit? Would he say he wouldn't say anything about Jason Garrett because that's his boy, right? Right. Maybe he's mad at Witten. For Could leaving, you imagine, right? For leaving, going leaving on Monday night, lurch and going on Monday night, right. and Witten looks all wooden and stiff, and right, you know, he's just new, looks uncomfortable on that got, Monday night booth. Got some new hair. What would he say about Witten? Ooh, I, I, you, you know, uh, Jason Witten. I don't even have my voice now. No, you don't. You know what? I've lost it. We're gonna have to just come back to another week. Yeah. It's just is like the Cowboys. I know. I've Jerry lost Jones my Jerry game. Jones. It's just it's off. It's off right it's now. It's completely it's off. It's just it's it's dysfunctional. All right. All right. Uh, Baker Mania. Yes. Takes off and lands in Oakland. Here we go. How perfect is this, huh? Oh. I mean, you got you got Baker Mayfield. You got you got John Gruden, Shucky. You got Baker. Yeah, I mean, you got you got a Cleveland receiver, Rashard Higgins, saying that uh, you might as well. Put Baker up on the LeBron wall in Cleveland. You know, they took the big LeBron right, wall down, put right. Baker up there. Put Baker on it. All right, so honestly, the the Baker phenomenon that was so fun to watch, what do you think the chances are that he picks right up where he left off? Um, I think, I, I think there'll be, like, interestingly enough, was it Jamal Adams, the safety for the Jets, that said, "Hey, we just weren't prepared," you know? And Todd, something Bull, Todd Bowles, yeah, shut that Todd right Bowles away. shut that down right away. But I think you weren't prepared for the energy. You weren't prepared. I, I think one of the things that that ends up happening when a guy like that comes in, it's the off schedule stuff. You know, it's the it's the things that happen to you off schedule when he makes three people miss in the backfield like you were like the Jets were bringing heat on almost every play against Tyrod Taylor you know the, the worst thing they did was knock him out of the game because when they brought heat against Baker Mayfield he made three guys miss scrambled around and didn't just scramble he found guys downfield open and got them the ball accurately on I mean it was it was a thing of beauty at times and so you sometimes with a guy like that you can't account for the off scheduled stuff now you know, they'll have a game plan. What is that game plan? Is it like what the Broncos did to Seattle week one, where it was like, hey, we're going to very defined rush lengths if we do bring, you know, heat off the edge from a safety, which they did, or a corner. What we're going to do is we're going to play very defined escape routes so that we force him into our escape routes and we don't give, you know, we don't give escape lanes. You know, do they do they synchronize pass rush that way? Um, how do they deal with Baker Mayfield? Do they play coverage? Do they play blitz schemes? Do they play man? Do they mix it up? You know, all those different things that you're thinking about with a young quarterback. One problem with playing uh, paying or playing a young guy um, when you haven't prepared for him during the week is that he comes out there and oftentimes defensive coordinators get on their heels and they say, okay, instead of being aggressive here, you know, let's back off and let's, you know, let's just see what he's got. And then he starts tearing you apart and says, okay, let's be aggressive. And then all of a sudden he scrambles around and makes plays. So, you know, it's, it's one of those fly by the seat of your pants type of things. And Todd has always been, Todd Bowles, head coach, has always been one of those guys that 
errs on the side of aggressiveness. You go back to his Arizona days as as the defensive coordinator. Man, they were the most blitz happy team in football. I mean, they they brought pressure on like fifty two percent of the downs. So, um, I, I think there will be some regression. Um, Paul Gunther, the defense coordinator of the Raiders, is guy that was in Cincinnati. He's a, you know has has had his uh, history and is is good. Um, but it is great theater. Chucky versus Baker. Like it's great theater, man. And you got the Raiders at zero three. I know, and hopefully they, they desperately need one. I tell you, only if they could find a pass rusher. They're so hard I to know, find. They're so hard to find. They're aren't so they? hard to find. You know, God, I mean, you just feel bad for a you team know. Like you Oakland, look and you, you look know? and you look and you look yeah. and you look and you just can't find one. Yeah, it's like your keys. They're hard to find. You know, your keys are hard to find. You wake up in the morning, you're like, where are my keys? I don't know. They're like a pass rusher. I can't find them. Uh, all of Pittsburgh's boo boos all healed up. They they fix everything. All those self inflicted. Mm. Drama wounds are they all all gone? Everything went away after beating Tampa. Yeah, here's the thing about they'll resurface at some point because they're not gone and because like come on, Antonio Brown is more concerned with stats than he is anything else. Like when he when Antonio Brown goes, it's all about winning. I'm passionate about winning. You baloney. When you put up stats, you don't say anything. When you have numbers, even in a loss, you don't bitch about anything. If you don't have numbers and you lose, then you're pissed. If you don't have numbers and you win, you're pissed. It's it's the ultimate in selfishness. He's a selfish player. Like I want a I want guys that want to compete and I want guys I want guys that also are willing to throw a block and guys that, you know, that are willing to do whatever that 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 it's more important to win than it is to put up numbers. Um that's not him. So, you know, when he, he gives these impassioned speeches in front of the media talking about, oh, that's you guys, it's you guys, it's you guys. I come to work every day except on Mondays, right, Antonio? You don't come to work on Mondays, though, right? Right? Like, I'm so sick of his shit. He is so full of crap. He is only concerned about him. And he's great. I'll give it to him. He's awesome. He is awesome. Um, it, You know, are they dysfunctional? Absolutely. Here's the beauty of of where they're at right now. When you play the Baltimore Ravens, this is the best rivalry in football. In a in a league where many of these rivalries have died, this one is alive. And they will try to bludgeon one another. And I love that. <laughs> I mean, it, it is must-see TV every time these two teams get together. Remember the, the, the game where they broke Ben Roethlisberger's nose and it was like on the side of his face and Pittsburgh ran, no, no, he didn't have a broken nose, nothing nothing to see here. Like he goes back, it's all sideways and all crunked over. Like, no, 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 none of that, nothing happened. That's what I love about this rivalry. So you'll put all the, you know, the soap opera, you know, all the soap opera garbage to the back burner when it comes to, to this game because you're going to be so focused on this rivalry because these two teams genuinely hate each other. Which, that's a good thing. Like sports hate is awesome, and they genuinely, you know, they genuinely hate each other. You saw Chicago play last week. That was your Fox game, right? Yeah, Chicago and Arizona. Yes. Boy, I like what they're doing with that defense. They get Tampa this week, so mm-hmm. here comes Fitzmagic again. Mm-hmm. Three straight games over 400 yards, but he showed some cracks in the in the armor with those picks. So, is Chicago? Are, are they are they ready? Are they ready to be a, a playoff contender, a wild card contender? Certainly defensively, it looks like they are. But yeah. is Trubisky just not? 
ready yeah, or he's not, not the answer? Like or? he's not well, he's not quite he's not quite ready for prime time. Think he I, will be? I was at some point? I, or are you, you know, starting to have some doubts? Well, I mean, I think it's early, Mike. I think you know, it's funny talking to Matt Nagy about this and he's like, you know, everybody's so quick to point out what Mahomes has done. And everybody wants to compare Mahomes to to you know to Mitch Trubisky or Mitchell Trubisky. He said you we could call him either way, but Mitch Trubisky. What'd so, you call him? He looks a little like Nolan Arenado. I'm telling you. Rocky star third baseman for those yeah. of you who have no idea who the Colorado Rockies are. Right. He does he's ready got, to win the National League West, right. by the way. Mike, don't <laughs> please. I'm a Rockies fan. Please do not jinx them. Guys, I got my eye on you. You better keep working hard. Otherwise, I'll blast you. All right, y'all. I'll do it in a heartbeat. I'm with you, winter tie. With you, winter tie. Um, so, Mitch Trubisky, or Mitchell, um, you know, everybody wants to make the comparisons because they're both in their second year. You know, I mean, it's a moving on up draft, right? I mean, Chicago moved up to get Mitch Trubisky. Um, Kansas City moved up to get Patrick Mahomes. Houston moved up to get Deshaun Watson. So it was the moving up draft. And... You know, Deshaun Watson's had some success. Uh, obviously, what Mahomes is doing is is unworldly. Um, so, so they've done these things, right? And and Mitchell, everybody's is you know kind of pointing the finger to him and say, "Wow, we should have gotten Mahomes." And blah 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 blah. Uh, understand this: two things. One, Mahomes is in a situation where he was under the tutelage last year of Andy Reid and, more importantly, Alex Smith in the offense that they're running. Matt Nagy, for those who don't know, was the coordinator for Andy Reid last year. So he had a full year in the offense, a full year of tutelage by you know Andy Reid and Matt Nagy, and, oh, by the way, a full year of tutelage by Alex Smith, who, by all accounts, was the consummate professional, even though he knew... Patrick Mahomes is going to take his job, helping, extra study, extra preparation. I mean, this is a guy who is a 40 Wonderlick test guy. I mean, Alex Smith is really smart. And he he bent over backwards to help Patrick Mahomes basically get to this point. More importantly, everybody that was a part of that offense had been in that system for four or five years, Mike. So they all understood what they were trying to get accomplished. Mitchell Trubisky comes into the first year of that offense. He does not know what he likes, what he doesn't like, because he hasn't run anything. And everybody in that offense is brand new. Kyle Long, talking to Kyle Long, talked about it as he described it as the dash offense. We got a dash of this, a dash of this, like a recipe. You know, have you ever, have you ever asked, like, my mother-in-law, God, God bless her and God rest her soul, she was a phenomenal cook, like phenomenal, like you name it, potato salad, you know, you're like, oh my God, this is the best potato salad I ever had. Like anything, fried chicken, like she made, she's Japanese, so she make all these Japanese dishes, you know, and and stuff that you're just like, oh, this is the best, whatever this is, lumpy, lumpia or lumpia, you like, this is the best stuff I've ever eaten. And you go, like, how do you, what's the recipe? Oh, I don't know, I just put a dash of this in there and some of that in her soup, she would make soups. No recipe. She didn't follow anything. She just started making stuff. How much salt do you put in? I don't know. Like a couple, you know, I put it in my palm. I, I, whatever feels right. Like stuff like that, right? And that's how Kyle Long explained the offense. We got a dash of this, a dash of that. A dash. And at the end, you get you get this recipe built. And they're still trying to figure out, like they're still, they're like, um, 
uh, Ratatouille. You ever see the movie Ratatouille? You know, he just went by, the little rat just went by smell. He's like, <laughs> no, I need some more, you know, I need some more basil. You know, and then he would just take a big whiff and he'd be like, ah, oh, no, not enough oregano or whatever. You know, he's just throwing stuff in there. And you're like, how the hell does this rat know how to cook? That's what you're thinking. And yet he does. Because Anton Ego, the food critic, said it was tremendous ratatouille. So that's the offense. Does that make sense? We're doing this podcast uh, before lunch, so obviously you're you're hungry. What was that thing, by the way, Mark? Uh, the Huff, look at that. What was it called? Chung Da Un or what? Chung Da Dong. Chung Da Dong. Chung. I'm probably not saying it right, but Chung Da Dong. If you can find the recipe, uh, that, for that one to is and... that one's a Korean spicy beef thing. Mm. Oh. Like little beef cubes. Oh, you stick a fork in, or beef not a fork, cubes? but like a little toothpick. Just chew on, and they're they got like a yeah, they're a oh ooh. Can your wife make them? Chung da on. Chung da on. Could be. I don't know. I just used to make up like because she's Japanese, so I just I would get like it would be a derivative of the word. It wouldn't be really the word. Be kind of close ballpark, to the word. Right? Yeah. yeah. I have it. I do that with the English language too. Yes, you, you know? do. I, I notice that on a daily basis. I'll just right. take a word and I'll just make it something that it's not. You know, that ready to make thing. some picks? I am You're ready to bounce back. Ooh, rough week. One and two last week. Your season record drops to four, five, and one. I went six and four. Oh, did or rather you know? three and zero. Oh, so I'm now six and four. Ooh, look at me. I'm Fry really good lead. at stuff. And I get to go first this time. Oh, do you now? I do. Do you now? Okay, well, today's uh, today's picks, okay, uh, brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, who uh, sponsor the pick segment, right? Uh, what's on tap? Well, the picks are on tap, and it's brought to you by Bud Light. Sundays for watching football, enjoying a cold beer with your friends. Uh, make sure you check out the new Bud Light NFL team cans. Have you seen these are the team bottles? They're really cool, man. I love them. Available in stores now. Support your team with the Bud Light next time you tailgate um, with your friends or you're watching the game at home with the Bud Light team cans. All right, you get to go first. Go ahead. All right, these are make easy your first for me. mistake. These are easy for me. You're absolutely right. Oh it's the best rivalry in football. It's Pittsburgh. It's Baltimore. Home field matters. Joe Flacco is a completely different quarterback at home as he is on the road. Pittsburgh, I think, will build some momentum on what they did Monday night. Give me Pittsburgh minus three over Baltimore. Ooh, well, you kind of tricked me there because you went all Baltimore-y, and then you picked Pittsburgh-y. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slide of hand. Never saw it coming. No, I didn't. Uh, it's like I, the show game. I do not believe that... The any children these, are our future? That any of these young quarterbacks are just going to come out and have it figured out right away without some bumps in the road. So I see bumps in the road for Baker and an Oakland team that needs to get a win and is desperate. So give me Oakland minus two and a half that over was one Cleveland. Of my, that was going to be one of my picks. And I'm two for two. Why am I going to stop? I'm going to go three weeks in a row. I'm going against the Patriots. I'm going to take Miami plus the six and a half over the Pats. I officially hate your guts. All right. All right. Are you going to go with the Patriots for the third straight week? Yeah, I am. As a matter of fact. All right. You know why? Because I'm ballsy. It's all ballsy. And you baby. have an unhealthy obsession with Tom Brady. Uh, who's to say it's unhealthy? <laughs> Just because I use his products does not make it, I don't know. All right, so you got New England minus the six and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Snap you out of your little... Oh. <laughs> I, is the restraining is my restraining restraining order is that 
Is that over? I think it's no. been reduced from uh, 500 feet to 100 feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I can still look at over the fence and go, Tah! Actually, it's been, it's been reduced from 100 feet to 500 feet. Okay. Yeah, you get a little... All right. Uh, so I okay. I'm going. I'm listen. This is now. This is a personal vendetta. Even if it makes no sense, I'm taking the Patriots. Getting this. Uh, given the six and a half. Patriots by a touchdown. Okay, that's where I am right now. All right, my next pick. Um, let's see here. I'm just kind of looking through these picks. You already had yours made. That's probably why you're better than me because I'm just doing this on the fly. You went first last week, and you went one and two. I know, and I still didn't have my picks made. I'll just look at it, and then I, I take it. Um, oof. Okay. Oh, I know. I got I got New Orleans. Going to the New York Giants. New Orleans, um, where are they? Minus three and a half over the Giants. I'll take New Orleans, um, and I'll give the points on that one. And then let's just see here. San Francisco going to the Chargers. The Chargers need a big win. 11 points is a lot of points, though, right? It's 11 points to me. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and buck the trend. That's a big number. It's actually 10. We got a 10. 10. We got a 10. Okay. So we're already saving you a point. So let me ask you this. Do you go, do you go San Francisco to lose by 10 plus? Or do you think Kansas City comes into Denver on Monday night and covers the four? Four and a half. Thought we we're going to talk about that game in Monday's podcast. Oh, okay, Mister Sassy Pants. <laughs> but if you want to take the pick, go ahead. You can no, take no, the pick. No, 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 no. no you're no, right. You're no, right. Take you the know pick. what? Take well, the pick. No, we're not going to do that. Go we're ahead. not going to do that. We're doing. We're going to save that till Monday. Good point. We did agree to do that, and then you know I got talking about ratatouille and and sniffing sniffing rats and, and stuff and like stuff that. like yeah. that. And the next thing I know, I'm totally. Um, Totally up. Okay, so well, I'm going to stick with I'm going to stick with the Chargers. Chargers in that soccer stadium. Chargers in the soccer stadium. Going to blow them minus out. ten. They're going to blow them out. I thought you were going to go with Detroit. Put the uh, I wanted to go Detroit. Put, Rock the, put City. the nail in Dallas's uh, coffin there. See now you're now you're see now you're goading me. You're goading. What me. would Jerry Jones have to say about that? No, you just don't have it this week. I don't know. I, I've I've seen that I've lost my Jerry my Jerry Jones voice. I don't know where it is. I was like, uh, uh, you gotta get in that. Ooh. Yeah, you gotta get in that. Yeah, that, that uh, that's uh, like the prime. Uh, uh, ma, 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 uh, ma, 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 uh, uh, Stafford is um a one. But uh, he's uh, 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 accurate and uh uh he's a um, uh, he's a leader of men and uh therefore i i'm not happy with our offense and our coordinators something See? like that that's better yeah it was that's not bad it wasn't not bad. great but no it wasn't I, great but not bad it wasn't great better maybe i should be- go better than it was at the beginning of this maybe should go maybe i should go to detroit no i'm sticking with the chargers right. my gut tells me something okay all right go with it ratatouille all right all right, for uh, Bud Light and for uh, Cool Water, our presenting sponsor for Mike Evans, Scott DeHuff. I am Mark Schlereth. I'm going to come back, uh, come back here uh, better than ever after this weekend, and uh, we'll be back with you guys on Monday. Thanks so much for listening to the Stinking Truth podcast.